Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. Who do we expect the breakthrough to come from? Who do you think in your heart of hearts would be the originator and would be the author of your breakthrough? You might say, but Pastor Tom, I'm working for top, one of the top 10 multi, multinational companies in the Philippines, so I expect my breakthrough to be coming from them. Well, even they themselves, even your company will not, will not claim it. So in other words, we say, we only have, isa lamang ang pwede natin tingnan. Isa lamang ang pwede natin pagtuunan. Isa lamang ang pwede natin tutukan. And that is no other than God. Expect your breakthrough to come from one source and from one source alone. That's God. He is the only one that claims to be a God of breakthrough. Nobody else. Your company doesn't believe. As a matter of fact, your breakthrough me, me, me also like you believing for a breakthrough. God does not have to believe for a breakthrough. He is the God of breakthrough. You maybe have a business. And you would think that your business will bring you the breakthrough. But if it is your business, you know that you know that you, being the owner of that business, believes also that your business. Hindi natin pwedeng tingnan ng breakthrough ay manggagaling sa kanya na siya din ay nangangailangan ng breakthrough. We can only believe for a breakthrough from someone who doesn't need any breakthrough because he actually is the God of breakthrough. So we've answered that question. And then second question that we have endeavored to answer is, what do you believe the breakthrough is for? Para saan? Para ano? Ano ang rason bakit kailangan tayong maniwala ng breakthrough? I know some people are believing for breakthrough, but the problem is, ang kailang paniniwala for breakthrough is so that they could, I mean, they could live their life from paycheck to paycheck. They could live their life makakain lang, and then that's okay. Makasurvive lang. Now, church, listen to me. God, it is never God's intention that you and I would just survive. God's plan, eternal plan for you and me is even in the midst of crisis, He wants us to thrive, not just survive. Although for some Christians, survival could be their first breakthrough. But as you go along with God, after you have survived, then you have to begin to believe to thrive. So anong purpose? Why does God want you rich? Why does God want you blessed? Why does God want you everything that you need in life? It's not just for your own consumption. I challenged the marketplace, the Kingdom Stewardship Forum last night, I mean last Friday. Let us not just be consumers. Let us become producers. 
Let us become suppliers. Let us become distributors. Let us become dealers, not just consumers. You know why? If we are just consumers, then that, that's just maybe about it. Hanggang doon kalamang. And you don't need, after having one breakthrough, you don't need another breakthrough. Because if you really do not know what's the reason why God wants you to have breakthrough, then you defeat the purpose of why would even God give you the breakthrough if you don't know the reason. Now we know that the reason why God wants us to have breakthrough, just like He, he told Abraham, I want, I want to bless you so that you will become a blessing. I want, you to, to, I want to bless you with money so that this money would be money with a mission. I want you to be able to enjoy affluence in life so that you will have the voice, you will have the influence on other people's lives. I want, you to, I want to give you the cash because with the cash that I gave you, I have a cost. So, we're not the only ones that is in the mind of God. I mean, thankfully, I mean, we have to be grateful na tayo'y iniisip ng Panginoon. Tayo ay nilalaman ng puso at isipan ng Panginoon. Pero wag po natin isipin that we're the only ones. We're not the only ones that is in the mind of God. There are many others who are in the mind of God, but God is not in their hearts yet. And most probably, they would never have that kind of experience not until somebody go to them and tell them about the love of God. I knew the very purpose. I mean, it was not our intention. It was not our plan. It was not our prayer. It was not our desire to pastor this church 23 years ago. I mean, we're not lying. We're never asking God to make us anything. Like many people are actually asking God, make me a pastor. I mean, we're not. I know my place. I know my place in God and I know my place in the body of Christ. And so I don't need to ask God, Lord, make me a pastor. Make me this or make me that. Because our prayers is, God, we will go wherever you want us to go. We will do whatever you want us to do. We will be who you want. We'll say you want us to say. And we will be who you want us to be. So it was not praying, God, make me a pastor. Because if it was our prayer, we, we could have fought. But because it was not our prayer, God fought for us. And so, 23 years ago, He brought us here. Pastor Paul introduced us to his, a few number of people who were actually having cell groups here. And he introduced us without even telling us in advance. People were already looking for a place for us to stay in Santa Rosa. And we told them, no, we're not living there. We're not moving there. We're not moving from the province to the province. And so they stopped looking for a place. But then when the time came that Pastor Paul introduced us to this group of people, 
that only a few of them are here? I mean, thankfully, many of them are gone. Because if they are still here, they probably are the ones that are holding on to the progress, the improvement, and the journey of this church. We would never be, I believe we would never be where we're at today. You know what? Sometimes you have to release people. You don't have to hold on to people that are supposed to go. Oh, but we have an experience before. But if they are going to stay and you're going to stay with them, it may hamper whatever the plan of God is in the future. And so we experience breakthrough upon breakthrough. Pero hindi nawawala yung layunin that we are a church influencing its locality. Extending globally by preaching the full gospel of Jesus Christ and by the demonstration of the Spirit and of power. You are seated in a place where you don't have to stay seated because the day is coming you are going to be launched. Who would have thought that Pastora Brenda will be a pastor ng Binyan? Not in her wildest imagination, not in the imagination of Brother Toto. Who would have thought that all of our outreach churches will be pastored by men and women who are homegrown. I think the other pastor who, who decided to really become a pastor has to be on his own because he never was a homegrown. He never was. And so, who would have thought? And so if you think that your breakthrough is just for yourself, I mean, you probably have been smoking some course. You know course? The one that was brought by the sun. Yung droga na nahuli, na kumpiska, na worth 1.3 million. That was cause. High-grade Mary Jane. I mean, the problem with the church, many, many people in the church, not us, many people in the church have been smoking some high-grade Mary Jane. Nawawala sa kalang kamalayan. Listen to me. You are not born for such a time as this for nothing. You have not come into the kingdom of God. And God did not brought you to New Life Santa Rosa for nothing. God brought you for such a time as this into the kingdom of God so that relief and deliverance not will be coming from the outside but will be coming from the inside. And then let's go to the third one. I may back up. 
Here's the third question. How can I actually have breakthrough? How? Because breakthrough is not just for Sharon. Breakthrough is not just for Sister Vanji. Breakthrough is not just for a few. Breakthrough is for everyone. But we can begin to ask, how? I mean, a church can be filled with preaching and teaching, but unless we are taught how to get what we, what the Bible is talking about, what God has promised us, how can we get it? Because really, the Bible would show us steps. The Bible will show us keys on how we can have breakthrough. Are you ready? I actually have five. So one, five minutes for each one. I actually have five in my notes. But let me begin with number one. How can I have breakthrough? Are you ready? Are you dead serious for your breakthrough? Are you willing to die for your breakthrough? Well, Pastor Tom, if I'm dead, ano still be breakthrough? Well, the reason why you have to die because the breakthrough will be much more than the life you have recently. Number one, pray selfless prayer. Pray selfless prayer. Listen to me. From 80 to 90 percent na prayer ng mga Kristiyano ay nakaikot lamang sa kalang sarili. And you would wonder why there's no breakthrough with them. Listen to me. If you're going to spend praying 80 to 90 percent of your prayers, Make sure that that prayer is spent so that your relationship with God will be developed. Not spending 80 to 90% of your prayer asking God, begging God, nagmamakaawa, naniniklohod, nanghihingi, pahingi, pahingi, pahingi. We do not need to spend all our prayers asking, petitioning, pleading, begging God. If we spend that much time, it should be spent to develop such relationship so that you would even know and learn that that is not the only prayer you're supposed to be praying. It's not just about you. It's not about I and myself. I mean, listen to somebody praise. You ask somebody to pray for the food. Lord, I thank you for this food that I am about to eat. Hey, you were asked to pray so that everybody will eat the food, not just you. I am about to eat. Mayroong ibang mga tao dyan, hindi lang ikaw ang lalamon. Hindi lang ikaw ang kakain. So that it will bring healing to my body. Now you might be sick in your body and that's why you have to pray for the food. 
But there are many others who will partake of the food. Why don't you include them in the prayer? Pray selfless prayer. In other words, pray for others. How many of you know that you praying for others could be the key to your breakthrough? Do you want me to show you that it can really happen? Your breakthrough can really happen. Even if you think, oh, impossible, there's no way this can happen. Hindi ko alam, I mean, tinanggap ko na ng ganyan na lang buhay ko. Well, listen to me. If you're going to begin to pray for others, it could be the key for your breakthrough. Now, who are these others? This is not, these others is not your spouse. This, this others is not your family. Because if you pray for your spouse, you would say, Lord, I'm praying for my wife. Nakaikot pa rin sa sarili mo. I'm praying for my children. I'm praying for my neighbors. It's still you. It still centers around you. And no wonder why we don't have that many breakthrough because our prayer is centering around ourselves. Hubarin natin ating sarili. Let's begin to pray for others. Do you want to know how? Turn to Matthew chapter 5, verse 44-45. Tinanong ko kayo, hawag niyo kung sisihin. Tinanong ko kayo kung ready kayo. Kaya huwag niyo sisihin kung mapasubo ka. Here's the key to your breakthrough when you begin to pray for others. Verse 44. But I say to you, love your enemies. And the scripture will show you how to love your enemies. You see, loving your enemies doesn't mean inviting them to have coffee with you. Hello? Loving your enemies doesn't mean you invite them to have dinner with you. Well, Pastor, yun nga ang plano ko, yun nga naisip ko, pero sisiguraduin ko dahil enemy ko sila, lagyan ko ng lason yung pagkainan. Listen to me. That's not what it means. That, that, I mean, loving your enemy doesn't mean walking together with your enemy. Right here, it tells us what to do to love our enemy. It says, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you. You see, you cannot repay evil with evil. If they have cursed you, you cannot curse them back. If they have hated you, you cannot hate them back. And if you do so, there will be no breakthrough with you. Love your enemies. It's getting exciting, no? Drum roll. Bless those who curse. Pastor Tom, sinumpa nila ako. Hindi nila ako kinilalang kaibigan. Hindi nila ako kinilalang kamag-anak. Hindi nila ako kinilalang... I mean, napakasakit. May pinagsamahan din naman kami. So kung sinumpa nila ako, sumpain ko rin sila. 
Well, the Bible says you don't have to do that. You only have to bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Because doing good will always overcome those who are doing evil. Here's the point. Here's what you need to do to your enemies. Here's what you need to do to those who curse you. Here's, here's what you need to do to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use, and use you and persecute you. What are we supposed to do? You are not just supposed to pray for your friends. You are not just supposed to pray for your family. You are not just supposed to pray for your relatives. You are supposed to pray for your enemy. And you are not praying God, kidlatan mo sila. Lord, masagasaan sana sila. The Bible doesn't say pray against them. The Bible says pray for them. It doesn't say pray against. It says pray for. Which means when you are praying for someone, ang inaasahan mo ay mabuti para sa kanila. Kahit kung gaano kasama ang kailang ginawa laban sa iyo. Well, Pastor Tom, ang bigat naman. Di ba, Pastor Tom, mayroong prinsipyo sa Biblia kung ano yung tinanim, yung anihin, nagtanim sila ng galit. Di, di ba, tama lang na sila. But, hindi, ang pag-ani nila ng galit should never come from you. I mean, some people ay pwedeng pagsabungin yung mga verses. Whatever you sow is what you are to reap. Sinampal ang kabilang pisngi. Sinampal ang nanampal. Sabi ng isa, di ba sabi ng Bible, pag sinampal ka ng kabilang pisimi, bigay ang kabila, hindi po yun ang alam ko. Ang alam ko ay, kung anong ka lang tinanim, yun din ka lang anahin. Pagka ikaw binato, batuhin mo sila ng tinapay. Well, kumuha ko ng tinapay, binato ko na sinaloko yung kalang batog, pinalaman ko sa tinapay. At yun ang binato ko sa kanila. And pwede kang maging pilosopo, pero walang breakthrough. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. You see, the world is waiting for the demonstration of the real, true, genuine, authentic sons and daughters of God. One of the things that the world will say that we are truly sons of God is when we are praying even for our enemies. Even when we are praying for those who are spitefully and are persecuting us, even those who are cursing us. For He makes His sun rise on the evil and on the good and send rains on the just and on the just. So we have to pray even for our enemies. You may not be able to pray with your enemy, but for sure you can pray for your enemies. You can actually pray for your friends who used to be, who became your enemy. You know what happened if you're going to pray for your, your, your ex-friends, but they turn to become your enemy, you know that when you pray, you can, it could be, ito ay pwedeng maging resultat, maging susi, na ikaw ay magkaroon ng mas doble pa kaysa kung ano ang mayroon ka. Or anong nawala sa'yo? Here's another example. Turn to Job chapter 42. And we'll start, we'll read verse 10 and we'll jump to verse 12. Look at this. What would be the result 
if you pray selflessly. If you pray selfless prayer. Pastor Tom, never mind. Let bygones be bygones. I don't think about them anymore. Well, the Bible doesn't say forget them. Never mind about them. The Bible says pray for them. If that's what the Word of God, then maaring nawala na ito sa isipan mo, nawala na sa alaala mo, but if you are being awakened by God that you actually have to pray for them right now, and that's what we're going to do now, we're going to pray for them. Pastor Tom, anong ipag-pray-pray natin? Well, look at this. Verse 10. And the Lord restored Job's loses. When did this happen? And the Lord gave Job breakthrough. The Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Now take note, these are not friends as in used. I mean, they were used to be friends. But the reason why he has to pray for his friends because his friends had actually turned their back on God. That's why you should, you should not even be friend with anybody who's not friend of God. Why would you maintain friendship with people who are actually enemies of God? That's why Saint Jan said you don't love the world or anything of the world. Because if you love the world or anything of the world, the love of the Father is not. You become an enmity. You become an enemy of God. The reason why he has to friend he has to pray for his friends because his friends had literally turned their back on him. As a matter of fact, it was his friends that encouraged him to denounce God. Hindi mo kailangan ng kaibigan na maghahatak sa iyo palayo sa Panginoon at palayo sa church. Hindi mo kailangan ng kaibigan na anyayahin kang makipagkape. Pagkatapos sa usapan mo ay ini-inject sa iyo para magkaroon ka ng question sa buhay ng mga pastor at sa buhay ng mga leaders ng church. I mean, if you have a friend who's like that, that should be the last coffee, 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 and no more. The next invitation should be, nay, go find somebody else. You don't need any friend who would speak anything against anybody. Especially the leadership of the church. Now, of course, para sa akin, it does not matter if people are speaking against us. But don't just let me hear you speaking against somebody else who may not be a leader, who may not be a pastor, because you're not supposed to talk against anyone. Not anyone. Ah, hindi kasi okay lang yun dahil bago naman yung Kristiano. Ililibing natin ngayon si Marites. Isasama natin si Marisol. We want restoration. We want breakthrough. We want double portion. 
We want much more of whatever God wants in store, in store for us. And we're dead serious. Just like what I've said, Karina, we're not playing games. We're not playing around. We're not playing church. We mean business with God. We're giving God 100% of our heart. We're giving God 100% of our soul. We're giving God 100% of our strength. We're giving God 100% of our life. He wasn't praying, Job wasn't praying for his friends because his friends remained good. His friends turned to become evil. And because of his prayer, the Lord restored to him his losses. But that's not the end. That's not, hindi lamang yan. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice. Breakthrough. Come on, somebody say breakthrough. Come on, somebody say breakthrough. breakthrough. When you are blessed as twice as much, that is breakthrough. Because businesses today are losing. People today are losing. But you are getting some double portion. Your blessing is being doubled. Twice as much. But listen to me. That can only happen because you're praying for your friends. Who may not be your friends anymore. Because not only that they turn their back on God, they also are encouraging you to turn your back from God. Hindi lamang na sila'y lumayo sa Panginoon, kundi nais din nilang ikaw ay hatakin para lumayo sa Panginoon. No! You have to pray for them. Now, it wasn't mentioned what was the content of Job's prayer, but I believe his prayer was not, was not this way. Lord, kill them. They are such a bad testimony. Kill them, Lord. They are such a bad apple in the body of Christ. Do you know some bad apple? I mean, you always think you, are, you belong to the good ones and then the others are bad. And so you pray, God, please kill them. They are such a bad apple in the good. I mean, they might be real bad, but I don't believe we can ask God to kill them. And even if you pray that way, I don't think you will have your breakthrough. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Come on, somebody say breakthrough. breakthrough. Say it again. Tapikin mo yung katabi mong inaantok na. Kailangan ng tukuran ang mata ng palito. Come on, somebody say breakthrough. breakthrough. Look at this. After he prayed for his friends. Look at this. Now, verse 12. When is, when is your breakthrough going to happen? Your breakthrough is not later. Your breakthrough is not a few months from now. Your breakthrough is not in the sweet by and by. Your breakthrough is, come on, somebody say. No. Somebody shout. No. Somebody say. 
convince the person sitting next to you, your breakthrough is now. Kumbinsahin mo. Alugin mo kung hindi nakikinig sa'yo. Get yung nanonood lang. What about us? And that's why you are not supposed to be watching a service. You're supposed to be part of the service. Hindi po to palabas. This is not Pastor Tom's show. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. How many of you would like to be blessed today much more than when you were just new in New Life Santa Rosa? Yeah. Do you really want it? Yeah. Then pray for your friends. I don't even know where your friends are already. They probably are, some of them are in Binyan. Pray for them. Some of them probably are still in Santa Rosa. Pray for them. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. Listen to me. No matter what people will try to do to stop me from being blessed, they are not going to be able to stop me because my latter days will be more blessed than my beginning. That's why people can curse me. I can only render the words powerless. I can only render the word helpless because the word of God says there's no weapon formed against me that shall prosper and every tongue that will rise against me in judgment, I will only condemn. Now, listen to me. This is not only applicable to me. This is also applicable to you. How can you apply it? Well, Father, I pray that you would bless my friends. I know how much they are struggling right now because they have tried to run away from you. I pray that you would guide them. I pray that you would help them to come to their senses. You don't even have to pray that they will return to you. Only thing question you may not have to pray that they will return to you. Hindi mo na kailangan pa pray na sila bumalik sa you. Because maring natapos na ang panahon. Kailangan mong magpatuloy. And look at how blessed Job was. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 6,000. Now, yung camel noon ay pwedeng maging equivalent sa isang Mercedes ngayon. Hindi yung Mercedes, di bra, ma, braso di Mercedes. Okay. <laughs> Hindi po yun ang tinutukoy ko. Ang isang kamilyo ay pwedeng katumbas ng yung limited edition ng Mercedes-Benz na minamanihuan ni Philip Ong na ang tingin niya sa kanyang sarili, actually siya jobless. 
pero kumikita ng milyon-milyon. What do you do with 6,000 Mercedes? Even with mas braso di Mercedes na 6,000, what do you do? Magkaka-diabetes, you'll end up, you'll end up diabetic. But that is how much Job was blessed. I mean, kaya nga minsan nakakalungkot that the pulpit ay punong-puno ng preaching about the suffering. Oh, how Job suffered. Akala mo, ang Panginoon ay sadista. Kailangan mong mag-antos muna. <laughs> Kailangan mong magtiis muna sa kanya pagpapalain. Hindi ganun kasadista sa Lord. He wants you blessed, period. And not just blessed, but be doubly blessed because of the breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough that He is doing in your life and through your life. 1,000 yukab oxen and 1,000 female donkeys. Let me give you number two. Wala pa namang alas dosi. Because it's getting more exciting here. Now, are you ready to pray for your friends now? Do you have a friend in mind? Can you mention the name? Please don't. Let God hear it, not me. Number two, the second key on how we can actually, I'm talking about in reality, something that is happening, it's not just, it's not just imagining, it's not just expecting, but something that you are actually experiencing. Number two, after praying selfless prayer or praying for others, number two, you need to begin to speak, you need to begin to decree, you need to begin to prophesy God's word over your situation. Speak God's word. Speak God's word over your situation. Declare and decree. Prophesy if needed be. What does it mean to prophesy? To prophesy means to speak or utter by divine inspiration. Now, this word is inspired by God. The Bible was not written, written by ordinary men who doesn't know nothing. Well, yes, it was written by ordinary men, but the moment they write everything in here, they write it by the inspiration. Nothing was written on their own accord. They did not write the book just because a thought came. They write this book because there was an inspiration. God breathed on them. God inspired them. So, the word of God was written so that it should be spoken. Because the word of God that is written will not help you if you are not going to speak it. Ang salita ng Diyos na nasa papilaang ay hindi makakatulong sa iyo kahit ano pang pangako mayroon dito hanggat ito'y hindi lalabas sa bibig mo mismo. Huwag kang umasa na ito'y lalabas sa bibig lamang ng ibang tao. Palabasin mo ito sa sarili mong bibig. And I can guarantee you, as you speak the word over your situation, you will have breakthrough. 
I should declare, I should decree, I should prophesy. You will have breakthrough. Ezekiel chapter 37. I want to read from verse 1 to 10. And I'll be reading it from the Amplified. Are you already getting something? Verse 1, Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. And it was full of bones. He caused me to pass all around them, and behold, there were very many human bones in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Behold, I will make breath enter you so that you may come to life. I will put sinews on you, make flesh grow back on you, cover you with skin, and will put breath in you so that you may come alive and you will know that I am the Lord. Look at what Ezekiel did. So I prophesied. Meaning to say, he's spoken, he has spoken exactly what the Lord has told him. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a thundering noise. And behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, there were sinews on the bones, and flesh grow and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breath on this slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they came to life, and stood up on their feet, an exceedingly great army. You may find something dead with you. I know some people, sabi nila, lahat ng tinatanim ko namamatay. That may have been your life before, but it's not going to be anymore. But you have to change your words. Because if you will still speak, kung palagi mo pa rin sasabihin na kada tinatanim mo ay namamatay, that won't change anything. But if you're going to speak according to what the Word of God says, because the Word of God says, 
that God will bless everything that your hands will touch. Oh, but Pastor Tom, you don't know me. That's not my gift. So I have to call somebody na siya ang magtanim. Listen to me, kahit sino magtanim, kung hindi naman nakatira sa inyo, ikaw pa rin, darating pa rin ang araw at oras, nahahawakan mo pa rin yung tanim na yun. At kung ikaw ay naniniwala na kada hawakan mo ay mamamatay din, mamamatay nga. Because death and life is in the power of your tongue. Listen to me. Wala pong bagay na sobrang patay na hindi kayang buhayin ng Panginoon. At ito po ay napakagandang example. The bones were dry. Hindi po ito bagong namatay. I mean, wala nang yung laman. Had totally decomposed. Alam natin na ang, ang bangkay, ang nadidecompose ay ang katawan lamang, pero ang mga buto ay namanatili. So this has been totally decomposed. Lifeless, dry bones. I believe God is asking us the same thing. Can your situation live? Can your body live? Can anything that you have lost be restored? And our answer should not be, I don't know. Ezekiel may have the right reason or that right answer to the question ng Panginoon. Only you know. But listen to me. We do not have to say the same thing. Because it's not just God who knows what to do. We should know what to do. Because right here, Ezekiel already had shown us what to do when you are facing some dead situation. When your financial aspect of life is dead, nothing is growing, nothing is changing, nothing is moving. Then you have to begin to speak to your situation. Oh, but Pastor Tom, nag-attend na pa ko ng mga financial seminars here and there. Lumilipad ako sa Cebu, lumilipad ako sa Davao, pumunta ako ng Baguio, nag-attend ako kung sino-sino mga national at international speakers concerning money. But, naubos na lamang yung pera ko, wala pa rin, I still don't have money. Because you know what? It does not matter what comes out of other people's mouth as they speak will matter to you. It is what you speak, what comes out of your own mouth, really what matters to you. You can listen to Chinkitan all you want. You can listen to any financial expert all you want. But if you are going to speak about your... Take note. We said speak the word. Not speak your situation. I mean, one classic example is when, when Mark chapter 11 verse 23 tells us, here's what we need to learn from this. How many of you know na wala kang sitwasyon na mas hihigit at magiging mas malaki kaysa yung Diyos? Wala kang problemang kakaharapin, wala kang problemang kinakaharap, wala kang problemang kakaharapin na mas magiging malaki kaysa Diyos. Alam mo kung bakit nagiging mas malaki ang problema kinakaharap mo? Ang bibig mong nagpapalaki. 
The Bible says you're not supposed to do that. Do not speak about the mountain. Do not speak about your situation. Do not speak about your trouble. Do not speak about your challenges. Speak the word of God over your challenges. Prophesy. Declare and decree the word of God over your situation. You see, we expect our children to do good in school. Their teachers are doing everything they can do to help our kids. But then when our children got home, bubu ka talaga anak. Aywan ko kung kanino ka nagmana. Well, imposible naman na magmana yung anak mo sa kapitbahay niyo. Pagkatapos sisisihin mo ang school, Pambihira yung school na yan. Awayin pa yung teacher. Tumakbo yung teacher, umiiyak sa principal. At si principal naman ang talagang matapang na humarap sa magulang. Paano makakakuha ng mataas na marka kahit sa parang kahit pa sa school, ipasok mo anak mo, paano makakuha ng mataas na marka kung pag-uwi sa bahay, bubu ka talaga? Ang hinahina mo, slow learner ka talaga. Na, narinig niyo ba yung kwento patungkol kay Einstein? Albert, hindi yung Albert na nagsasabing kakampanya, kakampanya si Pastor Tomo. Dinala siya ng mama, I mean, pinasok siya ng mama niya sa isang eskulahan. Hindi siya tinanggap ng paaralan. Umuwi yung bata, sinabi ng eskulahan kung bakit siya hindi tinanggap. At pag-uwi niya, yun ang sinabi, sinabi niya sa kanyang nanay. Dahil nagulat ang kanyang bakit nandito ka? Bakit umuwi ka? Hindi po ako tinanggap ng eskulahan dahil ako ganito, dahil ako ganyan, dahil ako ganyan. Anong sabi ng nanay niya? Sobra ka kasing matalino eh. Nagugulat kasi yung mga teachers dahil tinuturo pa lang nila, alam mo na. And so, Einstein came out as one of the brilliant minds because his mother was talking about how brilliant, even though, I mean, how can you see brilliance in a young kid? You might be able to have a glimpse a little bit, but not really to the point. But look at the guy, became one of the brightest mind. Where did it come from? Her mom did not speak about the situation. I don't know if her mom was, his mom was a Christian, but it could be that her mom, his mama was speaking over, a, over what he believes the situation. So many times, we, listen to me, even in our prayer request, we would highlight our need. Ipag-pray niyo po ako dahil sabi ng doktor, mamamatay na po ako kung hindi po kayo magpipray, tigok ako. Akala mo, ang buhay mo ay nasa prayer ng iba, pagkatapos nagpapapray ka po ikaw, hindi ka nagpipray. Mamamatay na ako, mamamatay na ako, mamamatay. 
I mean, nag-ayuno na hanggang nagniwang yung ibang tao para sa'yo. I mean, nagniwang na. Nangayayat yung ibang tao para sa'yo para ka lang gumaling at mabuhay. Pero ikaw ay palakad-lakad, mamamatay na ako, mamamatay na ako, mamamatay. Nagkakandahirap na yung ibang manalangin para mabuhay ka, pero ikaw, mamamatay na ako. Sabi ng doktor, dalawang, dalawang buwan na lang ako. Sabi ng doktor, isang perma na lang ng langaw. I mean, ibibigay mo ang bigat sa ibang tao para ikaw ay magkaroon ng breakthrough pero ang mga words, mga salita na lumalabas sa bibig mo, patay na. Tigok na. Kulang na lang ng formalin. Katulad ng bangus na kinakain nila. God asked Isikil, can this bones leave? God is asking you now, Can your financial aspect of your life be revived? Can your kidney function normally? Can your lungs function normally? Can your heart function normally? Listen to me. God knows already the answer. Do you know what is the answer? Don't tell me God knows because you have to know. You should be able to say what the Word of God says. I'm speaking over this heart failure in the name of Jesus I am the healed of the Lord by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed. I am whole. I am strong. My heart is strong as a lion. I am not going to die, but I'm going to live, and I will declare the works of the Lord. You know, that guy that was able to stand after four years, I saw in his eyes, I saw in his eyes and with the people that brought him to church having fear. And so I left him alone. I mean, you already got your miracle. Don't leave it. Wag mong iasa sa akin na susundan pa kita sa bahay mo, bibisitain kita, tuturuan pa na. I mean, nakakita ka na after four years, have not been able to stand. After four years, have not been able to walk. And now you see it, and in your eyes, you are still have fear. And when you have fear, you will speak fear. Kung mayroon kang takot, lalabas yun, malalaman yun. Hindi mo matatago yun. Kung mayroon kang takot, mamamatay na. Natatakot ako, baka ako mamatay. Natatakot ako kung ano mangyayari sa mga iiwan ko. Natatakot ako. Let's come before the Lord. Let's pray for our friends. Anong sitwasyon nandun ka ngayon? Let us spread the word as we would speak the word over our situation. We know that nothing is impossible with God. We know that the word of God is powerful. But there is actually no power in a written word because the power is in the spoken word. Your faith is voice activated. If you're not going to say it, don't tell me you have faith. You must be able to say it. You must be able to speak the word. You must be able to declare the word. You must be able to prophesy the word. Oh, it's easy to prophesy when you see something already. I mean, how many times do I have to prophesy over my wallet when it's empty? In the name of Jesus, be filled. Filled with what? With the Holy Ghost. But in wallet... Pati ang wallet, Holy Spirit field. Spirit field, be field. 
How many times do I have to do that? How many times do I have to speak to the other wallet? Be filled. Of course, not now because it's almost filled. Oh, please pray for me. My wallet is empty. Oh no, Judah. Please pray for me. My body is sick. Why don't you begin to tell your body to be healed? Oh, but Pastor Tom, other people's prayer is powerful. No matter how much powerful the prayers of others, if you yourself will not speak over your situation. I don't like being poor. I don't like living a life in lack and scarcity. And because I don't like it, I don't have to send you my prayer request. Will you please pray for me? I have to speak the word of God over my situation. I will have to tell my lack that it's not God's will for me. I don't have to tell my scarcity that it's not God's will for me. I have to, I have to prophesy over my situation. I have to speak abundance even without seeing any abundance. Let me close with this verse. Romans chapter 4, I mean, yeah, Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Oh, hallelujah. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Now, take note. This, this was in a time when Abraham was not a father yet of one person. But look at the wordings. God said, I have made you. Oh, Pastor Tommy, if I say I'm blessed and I don't have money, I mean, that I would be lying. You see, God said, I, will, I have made you a father. Even Abraham does not have even a son yet. We have to be able to speak the same way God had spoken. When God saw that the earth became void and dark, He did not talk to someone. He did not even have a conference and say, you know what, son? You know what, Holy Spirit? The world is dark now. Look at it. It's void. You cannot see nothing. No, they did not. When they saw that the earth was dark and it, it was without form and void, the Bible says, and they said, all three of them said something. If you can take your heart, if you can take your mind, if you can take your body to, in, to be in agreement together, that is already three against everything. And I tell you what, if three can be united, whatever you can say will happen. I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him whom he believed, this is God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. You don't call those things that are already existing. You call those things that are not existing yet as though they already are. And then you're going to have them. And then your situation will turn around. And then you're going to be blessed. And then you're going to have breakthrough. And then everything that you have lost will be restored. Speak over your situation. Speak the word of God over your situation. Stand with me, please. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
As we pray for our friends, you don't have, you don't have to speak the name of your friends loud. But you can actually do it right where you are standing. And then you can begin to speak over your situation. Speak the word of God over your situation. You might be sick in your body. There might be nothing in your bank account. Tiningnan mo, the last time ikaw ay nag-check ng account mo, there was nothing. But you never go around and say, I had nothing, I had nothing, I had nothing, I had nothing. Because if you keep talking about having nothing, having nothing, you will be overwhelmed until you yourself becomes nothing. Do not be trapped by the enemy. Because the Word of God says, you are ensnared with the words of your mouth. Nabibitag tayo sa sarili mga salita natin na sinasabi. Hindi, hindi sa salita ng ibang tao. Oh, Pastor Tom, ganito ko silang kalang sinabi. Listen to me, it would not hurt, it would not harm you, no matter how much or whatever they said. But if you'll begin to say what they say, then that, is, that will hurt, hurt you. That will ruin you, that will destroy you. So speak the word of God over your situation. I don't know everybody's situation. You know what you're going through. You know what your situation is. Speak the word of God. But before you do it, call upon God and talk to Him about your friends. Pray. They used to be friends, but they become persecutors. They use you. They use your name. Ask God for the grace. Ask God to open their eyes that they might see and realize. They don't have to do this to you because they are not doing it to you. They are doing it to God. And they are not going to prosper. So speak. Realization would come to them. Come on, go ahead, pray. Lift up your voice. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. These many friends that I have that didn't turn out to stay as my friends. Lord, I know that just as you are merciful to me, you will be merciful to them. That just as you are gracious to me, you will be gracious to them. I pray that they will not perish. I pray that they will not be destroyed. I pray that every single one of them will be rescued and that they would come to realization that they, that they cannot continue to live their life that way. There's no way they can keep running away from you. Because just like Jonah who, who tried to run away from you, he only ran away from God to his own destruction. And you don't want these people destroyed, God. And so you will have mercy. And Father, today we want to speak your word over our situation. Come on, begin to speak the word of God over your situation, no matter what it is. In the name of Jesus. We speak the word of God over our physical body. We speak the word of God over our finances. We speak the word of God over our situation. And today, right now, we speak and declare that these mountains that represent problems, 
Ang bundok na ito na rumirepresenta ng mga suliranin, ng mga problema at ng mga hamon sa buhay, we say unto them to be removed, to be cast into the sea, and we will not doubt in our heart, but we believe. Your word says it shall be done. It shall be so. Mountains will obey. Mountains will be moved out of the way. And that God will be glorified. God will be glorified. Come on. Glorify the Lord. Thank Him. Praise Him. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesanterosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.